Welcome back to my podcast where I believe that every woman deserves her freedom to craft the life she wants and the guts to go after it. We will share stories, facts, and opinions on various aspects of life to give you that kick in the ass to light you up and spread killer vibes every day 24-7. I am so excited today to bring to you a topic that's been in our, I guess, in our orbit for a while. And it's been something that we've been talking about and we've been thinking about, and it's called FOMO, the fear of missing out. And what it really means when you say you have a fear of missing out. So what does that mean? And what does that entail for people who are... um, you know, really dealing with FOMO and really dealing with what that stands for and how that comes across in your life, in your world, in the things that you do. So, you know, the reason why I'm talking about it is because it's something that has been brought up to me a number of times. And FOMO is something that my kids have dealt with. Um, friends have dealt with, family have dealt with. And I think it's just a a topic that I think really needs to have a little bit more, um, more thought about. So what is the fear of missing out? It's a social anxiety. It stemmed from the belief that others might be having fun while the person experiencing anxiety is not present. It's characterized by a desire to stay continually connected with what others are doing. FOMO is also defined as a fear of regret, which may lead to concerns that one might miss an opportunity for social interaction, a novel experience, or a profitable investment. It's the fear that deciding that not to participate is the wrong choice. And you all know that sometimes we know we go to or we go on social media, we go to our Instagram page and we see somebody going and doing the most amazing, fun things. Um, And just being super, super involved in what they're doing. Um, You see them on their Facebook page, they're traveling, uh, they're going to parties, they're going to events. They're enjoying their life big time right now. And so, you know, sometimes you think, well, you know, what am I doing wrong? Because they get all the invitations. And actually, it's not anything that you're doing wrong. It's not something that you are doing right. It's just that person's, um, you know, social media is going to be um, giving you these FOMO vibes. Um, So, you know, who experiences FOMO? Who deals with FOMO? And who doesn't deal with FOMO? And who 
um, manages FOMO much, much easier than other people. There's a reason why some people are always scrolling their Instagram because they're always looking to see what other people are doing and then wondering why they're not there. So basically, it was coined by a marketing strategist in 2000. The feeling spread like an epidemic and swiping and double tapping became ubiquitous. In 2013, the phrase, the phrase FOMO jumped from the Urban Dictionary to the Oxford English Dictionary. And experts continue to publish research that finds that the prevalence of FOMO correlates with lower life satisfaction. According to people, FOMO is a feeling of heightened when you compare yourself to others and believe that they must be having a better time than you. And now I come to you with this this sense of like, um, are you feeling real FOMO or are you feeling a sense of FOMO and it's an, is, is it literally... Um, not real like what it really means when you say you have a fear of missing out and what is the reality of that when that happens and so what is telling you um that you really 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 do have a fear of missing out and i think this is something and this is a phenomenon that has really been in everybody's ears and eyes i guess ever since social media brought brought it up because I remember back in the day when I was still a college student and I didn't have um, social media, I, I was in college at, say, 1993 through 97. The internet and the email was coming out in 96, 97. I remember joining Amazon in 97, 98. Um and so really wasn't was a, wasn't really that big of a deal. It really wasn't something that people really thought about. But I think that FOMO today, it's something that can really, really be detrimental to somebody's mental health and to somebody's um, health overall with their family and their friends and their boyfriends and their girlfriends. Because um, I can tell you that I've heard people say, hey, you know, why don't you take me there? Her boyfriend takes her there. Or why don't we travel as much as she travels? She travels all over the world and her husband takes her all over the world. And um, he wines and dines her and you never do that for me. And so that's the fear of missing out. It's like missing out on something that you think that you deserve or that you think you should have, but you don't. And so then you're kind of begrudgingly following other people on social media because you're thinking about what they are doing and the things that they're um you know, encountering the activities they're doing, the horseback riding, the helicopter rides, the hiking, I don't know, whatever it can be, the beach. Um, I'm telling you, there's just so many things that people can be feeling, you know, as a fear of missing out. But what does it mean? What does it really, really mean in terms of something psychologically, in terms of something inside of you, in terms of something that you really, really, really feel? Because I know that a lot of people are addicted to scrolling through their Instagram. They're constantly checking their Facebook feed. They want to know what somebody's somebody else is doing. And that little notification that just sort of tells them, you know, that person is doing this, that person's doing that, and they're having so much fun and they're loving it and they're having a great time. But honestly, let's think about what it really means to have that fundamental 
sense of of miss, missing out and what does it really 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 mean it's really a lot of anxiety it really means a lot of like oh you know why am i not doing that why am i not living that life why don't i get to do the things that she gets to do she gets to go all over the place she gets to you know, go on helicopter rides. She gets to do private planes. She gets to do these, um, you know, limousine rides and all of that. And I can just tell you from the other side, because I've been that, that girl that, that enjoys those things. Um, I can say that I've been that girl that in um, 2017 went to China and I experienced the highest levels of FOMO for people because I went to Shanghai, I went to Hong Kong, I did the helicopter ride. And then to top it all off, I did a dinner at the top of the Wall of China, the, the Great Wall of China for my husband's birthday. Um and to say that that wasn't like a major, major FOMO for people, I would say that it really, really, really was. And I heard it from everybody. I'm like, oh, my. They were all saying in their DMs, oh, I wish I was there. I cannot believe you did that. But honestly, I think something that really, really needs to be said and something that needs to be shared with you all is the idea that FOMO is different for everybody and the idea that FOMO can be something very, very, very unique and special for the person that's experiencing it. And honestly, it could be a moment in your city, in your town, in your house. It really does not need to be something where you think, oh my God, you know, she took a major, major, amazing trip, you know, across the world. Those are beautiful and those are amazing and those are wonderful. And I'm not going to say they're not, but they're not everything that are not the epitome of what a FOMO experience can be. Because I think, you know, a lot of times they think it has to be the most expensive, the most amazing, the most interesting thing that you've ever done. But quite frankly, a lot of times FOMO happens in the most um, unbeknownst places for people. And it really does change based on those who are experiencing that FOMO. Um, And so for those of us who are really, really thinking about how do we, you know, confront FOMO and how do we not let FOMO or fear of missing out um, control our life or dictate how we feel about ourselves. And honestly, what I can say to you is it's really different for everybody else. And one person may feel FOMO for one thing and one person may feel FOMO for something else. It's really something that is very unique to you and to yourself. But you have to really take stake of why you're missing out or what is causing you to to feel anxiety about somebody going somewhere and doing something that's different and unique and, and special to them which quite frankly, isn't really for everybody. And there's things that, you know, where I confront people and they say, you know, really my life really isn't about traveling the world and it really isn't about going everywhere and doing things all over the place. For you, it is. I'm like, yeah, yeah, for me it is. But honestly, it's really um, great that that's not for everybody because it really isn't. And I think one thing cannot be applied to everybody and it cannot be applied to people all the time. 
But then I think there is a thing that happens in social media where you get a little bit of social anxiety where you see somebody doing this or you somebody somebody got invited to a party that you didn't get invited to and all these influencers are going here and you're not there and why didn't you get the invitation? And I think one thing that, that I remember before social media happened because I am a Generation X, I did grow up without social media. I did not come to social media till maybe 2013, 2014, when it was really a big deal. But I grew up without it. And from 1996, when I got my first email account in 96, 97 through 2013, maybe 2012, I did not have any of that happening for me. So FOMO wasn't a deal for me because honestly, there was nothing going on that I felt like I was missing out on. And so that sort of thing was just not even a part of my life. It wasn't even a part of who I was at the time. As a college student in 1996, 1997, being in college when I graduated in 2001. So I think this is something new and something that I think I've talked to my boys about and something that I've talked to younger women about because, you know, the fear of missing out is something that really just relates to women or people who have been on social media much, much, much sooner than I have ever been. So I do remember those days when we were not on social media. I do remember those days when we just had a cell phone or maybe we had a beeper and somebody would text us or, you know, beep us and we would, you know, respond to that. But I think the the aspect that I want to talk about today is the depression that comes with, with, with FOMO and the anxiety that comes with FOMO and how you can confront it and how you can deal with it. Because even me, as a person who's been everywhere, who has traveled the world, who has seen everything, who has been to some of the most amazing exotic places, of course I still deal with FOMO. Of course I still deal with some of those feelings and some of those thoughts. You know, and and I still, you know, wish, oh, she should have called me. Oh, she should have invited me. Of course, those things happen because you're on social media and you're thinking about it and you're seeing it and you see the wonderful event. You see something so beautiful and you want to get dressed and you want to, you know, show up and be fabulous and amazing. But I think that one of the things that I've really come to understand and come to find out is that, you know, as you get older, as I'm 45 now, and as I get older, as I see things in a different way, as I feel things in a different way, as I have a family, um, I think about things a little bit different now. And I think about it in terms of what what is that experience going to give back to me in the long term um, and as a businesswoman, what is the ROI for that thing? Is there a return on my investment? Is there going to be something that I'm going to, am I going to be making connections or is it just there for the photo shoot? Is it there just for my Instagram? Is it just there? Am I just going to show up for, you know, um, you know, the picture for someone or is it like really a networking opportunity? Is it something that I really definitely want to invest in? And at these points and at this time in my life, I'm really, really thinking about, the things that I really want to invest in and the things that I want to invest my time in. So as, as you think about things and as you go along and you look at your um, social media, you, you have to really look at it in terms of what is it giving to me and what am I really, really missing out on? 
are you really, really missing out on that social event? Are you missing out on the food? Are you missing out on the photography? A lot of times when you really look at it, you're really not missing out on anything. In terms of travel, I think a lot of people see it like, um, you know, gosh, I wish I was living her life. She gets to go everywhere. She gets to visit all these amazing, beautiful places and the exotic locations that she goes to. And, and, and as a person who's been on that side, you know, who's been on the side of like creating that FOMO for others, I can say to you that that's the experience for that person themselves. And it's not something that you have to necessarily compare yourself to because many times those people have been through something for 20 years and they finally got to that point. Um, you know, you're a 20 year old, um, up and coming blogger, up and coming influencer. And then you're looking at somebody's Instagram account and that person has been there, you know, for 20, 25 years, you know, honing their skills, honing who they are, um, you know, creating a little bus for themselves, creating a profile for themselves, creating, um, a life for themselves and that's not necessarily based on followers, but based on the quality of posting because a lot of times, yeah, they have a lot of, a lot of other influencers and a lot of people have followers, but there's not a lot of quality in the terms of, of things that they're posting and the things that they're creating online. And that's the difference for me. So a lot of the things that I do are very quality oriented and if they're not quality oriented and they're not real and authentic, they're, they're not going to be posted and I really don't give a shit if I only have 2,000 followers because those 2,000 followers know that they're getting authenticity. They're not getting 50,000 followers of bullshit of things that I never really did and a lot of posting that I did not really care about because everything that I do, I'm not being paid for. I'm just doing it out of the love of my heart and because I really, really enjoy what I do and I really love posting things online. But the people that really know me, the people that really know my husband, the people that really know who I am, um, understand that part of it and understand that 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 particular point of what I do and everything that I do in terms of of a FOMO. You know, I've had people say, you know, you really shouldn't post that much because you really do go all over the world. You really do the most amazing things and you really are creating a lot of envy and a lot of hate. But to me, it's always been about inspiration. It's been about aspirational things. And it's been about, you know, really creating um, a venue for people to see how this, this little brown girl from the north side was able to visit some of the most amazing places all over the world, from Greece to Japan to Morocco Um, I've been all over Mexico. I've gone, uh, all the way south to Argentina, all the way north to St. Petersburg, Iceland. I've been everywhere, but I think for me, it's really been about aspirational, um, messaging and, you know, I've really, really, really been cautious about not really hurting anybody and not creating a sense of like, oh, look at me, you know, I've been everywhere and you haven't. That's never been my intention at all. Never, ever has been my intention at all. If anything, it's always been about aspiring. Um, And I always look to other women who have done it and who 
who've gone to so many amazing, beautiful places that's aspirational. And I'll come home and I'll tell my husband, Ruskin, I'll say, hey, what do you think about going here? What do you think about going there? I just saw someone on Instagram that went to this place and it looked amazing, looked fabulous. Let's look into it. Again, it's really not about those feelings of, of, of missing out. It is what are you getting now that you are not appreciating right now? And what are you, what are you sensing now? What are you experiencing? What activities are you experiencing now that you're not appreciating as much or um, as fully as you could because you're just so consumed at looking at other people's social media posts? And I can say to you, from my point of view, I post good stuff. I post happy. I really do not post um, sad. I really do not post things that have caused anxiety for me. Um, it's November, what, November 16, you know, it's November, it's the middle of November right now. Um, I can say to you that in the beginning of October, I really suffered through a bout of COVID. Um, and it wasn't something that I was proud of, but I knew how I got it. I knew how I, um, got affected and how it, 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 it really sort of put me on my back and just made me feel so horrible. But at the beginning of October, maybe October 5th, October 6th was around the time that I was really very, very sick, two weeks in my bed, just feeling horrible, feeling super tired. I was coughing, 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 went to see two doctors, both of them. um, One of them didn't um, catch the COVID, but the second one did maybe a week after. Again, you know, you have to be tested a few times. I tested the first time I was fine. It was just bronchitis. The second time was really COVID. And so I can say to you that it's been something that I've confronted in during those two weeks as I was looking through my social media and looking at what everybody was doing. I was really feeling really, 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 really FOMO. I was so um, feeling sick and feeling horribly tired. I was exhausted. My coughing was crazy. I did not get a fever. I did not get the loss of taste and smell, but I definitely, definitely felt so tired. Um, I was coughing, coughing, coughing. I had asked the doctor to give me something for that. The only thing the doctor could give me was antibiotics and steroids. They gave me the most major steroids injection you could possibly give a person, and it hurt like hell. They gave it to me in my arm, and I was just so uh, in pain for maybe an hour, feeling my arm. I just not, I just couldn't even lift my arm. It was just in so much pain. But those days, I really can tell you that I didn't really, really feel FOMO because I saw my friends going out, doing their thing, having fun, dancing. You know, although COVID has been around and people are saying, stay home, stay home, people really won't stay home because honestly, the human body is made to be connected. And um, I'm one of those people. And that's probably why I got sick, because I'm always out there doing something and getting connected with people, dancing, having a great time, traveling. And I know that that was a risk I was taking. I'm not going to say that I didn't know that. I was very much aware that I was taking that risk and that I knew 
that I was probably going to get sick eventually at some point, and I did, and I did. So at the beginning of October, I did, and I sent a message to all the people that I saw during that time. I said, hey, this is how I um, ended up, and so get checked. And so some of the people that I was with got checked. But I can say to you that, you know, FOMO can be real because it really, really was a fear of missing out during those times. But what I can say to you and something that I really felt very much connected to me during those times was that I did not feel um, like I was not there, not connected at the time because, you know, honestly, I've just lived such a full life. I have such an amazing husband that just takes me everywhere I go that if I want to say hey I want to go here he will just say okay when do you want to go and he will plan it and he will prepare but you know honestly there's just this tendency for people to just have such um a desire to live other people's lives and to psychologically need what that person is is doing and that person is living. And can I say to you from the other side is that you do not want to live that person's life. You do not want that person's life. You want your own. You want to find what makes you feel full. You want to find what makes you feel amazing and um, fulfilled at that point in that life, in that moment. You know, because honestly, um, the fear of missing out and the realities of the fear of missing out can be very, very, very tricky. You do not want to think that um, your life is any less or that your life is any um, uh, inadequate or not quite to par as that person. Because honestly, there's a lot of times age gaps. I am... We literally 20 years older than most of the people that follow me on my social media. And when they say, oh, I love what you're doing. Oh, my God, I love it. I'm 45 years old. You're 25. So there's <laughs> a 20 age, uh, age gap. And a lot of things have happened in those 20 years. And so you have to keep those things into consideration. Um, so what does it really mean when you say you're having the fear of missing out? Maybe it means that you have not completed something you've wanted to complete. Maybe it means that you have not done something that you've always wanted to do. Maybe it means that you haven't um, broken off that marriage or broken off that relationship that you did not want to have. Maybe it means that you did not accomplish those things that you set out to accomplish. So when you see that person doing it, let it be an inspiration and let it be a motivation for you to move forward and move beyond all of those things. Because honestly, when that person gets there, that person will say to you, yeah, I went through those things that you're going through 20 years ago, 15 years ago, 10 years ago. So so what does it really mean? It really means taking stake of what you're doing now. And are you really living fully, 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 fully at the highest levels of your life? And are you really feeling like that thing that you're doing right now is what you really want to be doing? Because honestly, time is the only thing you cannot get back. It is the only thing that will not get back. And years will go by. It'll start with days, it'll start with weeks, and then it'll go to months, and then it'll go to years, and then you are wondering, why the hell did I not move faster in what I wanted to do? And it really is a matter of really diagnosing for yourself how far you really feel that your life 
needs to come in these years of FOMO. And if you're really, really feeling the FOMO, it really has to do with your place in time right now. And 2020 has taught us that if anything, you really take good, good, good look at what your year has been and what it offers you and how many of the things that have happened to you really, really caused something to change for you. And if it really has caused something to change for you, then this is the moment to change and this is the moment to move forward. Um, And if you're dealing with depression because other people are living the life you want to live, that is something to really, really consider at at the moment. And you've got to think about if it is something that you have to really take charge of and move forward on. Um, But it really is being more mindful in the moment. If you are appreciating what you're currently doing and you enjoy where you are and you're attending the social media things and events and all the stuff that you're feeling, then you stay in the present. You're not tempted by photos. You're not tempted by anybody's feed. You're not tempted by their Instagram accounts. You're not obsessively checking things. You're only creating FOMO for yourself and you're not creating FOMO for someone else. You need to get away from technology if it matters to you and if it's affecting your mental health. That is the only thing I can say about FOMO and how I feel about FOMO right now. And if somebody's causing you to feel extreme anxiety because their life is just so freaking amazing, I can tell you that freaking amazing life, it probably isn't that freaking amazing. It really isn't. It probably is only what she or he wants to show you. So honestly, really take stake of what you're really putting your 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 feelings into that FOMO. Anyhow, I really do hope that this um, episode um, made you think about things a little bit deeper, made you look at how you see other people's social me- social media accounts and how you see other people's um, posts. A lot of people will post happy, joyful, happy, happy, I love, love, love. And they're really not um, feeling that in their, in their real true life. And so you have to really just kind of think about those sort of things. Um, don't don't um, consider anything a little bit anything further than you really need to. Um, if there's anything you really need to think about, is where you are right now and how far you want to be um, in your own in your own world in your own life, and just move forward in that sort of thing. I just really want to consider for you um, that if you have any questions or you want to know more about it, just go to my Instagram. Go to at think underscore check or go to at vibes by alicia i am here and i cannot wait to hear from you thank you for joining me i love you